Okay, what is up, beautiful people? Welcome back to the Bantry Republic podcast. And this is the final episode for the premiere season of the podcast. It has been a journey. It has been a ride. It has been a vibe. Cha-ching! Cha-ching! <laughs> welcome, 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 guys. Welcome, Giuseppe. Welcome, Waliwal. What's good, people? Introduce yourself. I mean... How far? How far? How far? Is that, is, that, is, that, is that what it is? is my, it, my people. Is that where we're at? Glad to be back with you guys again. Okay. Mm. And looking forward to bands with my boys. Giuseppe is just here, man. Giuseppe is really um, forming this thing because of all No, no, no. Giuseppe, Giuseppe had a thing. He apparently had a thing last night. Yeah, uh, yeah. drunken <laughs> escapade. He was moving from side to side. Please, guys, yeah. please, guys. Don't slander me on the internet. Okay, man. okay. Anyways. Hey, boy, it's already on record. I think right. you were allowing people to video you. Yeah, but so was, which one was, is matter of slander juicy, again? It was juice in my cup at the end of the day. Juice in your cup, okay. Yeah. All right, juice from the tit of Nefertiti. Anyways, for me, it feels good to be back after a brief hiatus from the podcast. Um, yeah, you thought you were too good for us. I heard a listener say uh, they missed my intro on the show. <laughs> That 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 listener. No 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 no! Don't do that. You can't you can't you can't even speak. You can't you, you can't do that. So, but moving on, let us head right into it. It promises to be an amazing episode this time around. We're closing it off with a bang. Let us start with a quick roundup of what happened throughout the year. A lot happened over the course of the year. Big year. It was a crazy year. For, uh, I mean. We had COVID 2.0, 3.0, 4.0, you know, coming up and just disrupting things. And for the most part, football had to come to terms with the new normal. What did you think about it as a whole, Giuseppe? Um, well, for me, I liked the aspect of like playing with no fans because I, I thought it allowed us to see certain uh, sides of players that you don't necessarily see when there were a bunch of fans in there. So it was, it was like a cool little natural experiment that was going on. Um, but obviously, like when we got the fans back and you could see the passion within the stadium and how much it really adds to the game. When the fans came back, man, you couldn't do that. Yeah, no, because, you know, because they went on an unbeaten streak, you know, throughout play, the... Yeah, it was the lack of fans that playing, made yeah, playing without, playing with, That's what I'm saying, like playing without fans. Those guys are lily livered punks, yeah. man. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's harsh. But yeah, I, like it was crazy. Personal um, opinion. You know, one, one thing that's been mad is like not being able, not knowing when a game is going to be postponed or not. So you can't plan for your FPL. You can't plan for your. No, I think I think that was a problem that happened. You know, more recently. More yeah. recently, yeah. Weeks ago, you know, the last couple of weeks that has been like it's been insane and it's crazy. When the the lockdown was in, because we are mostly talking about the UK league. Um, when the lockdown was more in 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 uh, enforced there was not so many matches postponed per se more of groups of matches getting but now that there is no lockdown you are seeing people are getting positive 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 tests at random randomly yeah so that's making them to postpone a lot of matches I, there's a match that's going to be on the first of january tomorrow which has been postponed already i think it's um um uh, Everton, Leicester, Leicester yes, Everton, okay. 
Everton Leicester. Sorry, I was I was belching there. Like mm. it, that, that was the longest belch I've ever had, like 30 seconds. Jesus yeah, Christ, just, we don't need this information. At all. <laughs> Not even slightly. That's hey, the funniest Tell part. her we don't need this information. Yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah, match has yeah, been postponed. I think Giuseppe was telling us what he, he sees about the lockdown football. Yeah, um, so like I said, you saw different sides of players. You, And then when it all came back, um, you saw... I mean, it was just a year of change, man. Like, number one, Messi and Ronaldo changed teams. As which, in, did we ever think yeah. that was going to happen? Epic. The same summer as well. Crazy. That was it. Um, like, new super teams will be formed, old ones broken up. Like Super League. Yeah, Super League. We had Super League. We forgot mm. to talk about the, that. The whole domino, that. the domino feels like lockdown football, open up, Super League, big transfers. As a result, somehow, of lockdown football and Super League, the Super League seemed like it came out from the result of lockdown football. Lockdown football means clubs are not getting gate receipts. Yeah, so it's it like exacerbated everything, right? So it really no gate them. receipts. It's what? It's what? Exacerbated. <laughs> exacerbated. Yeah, exacerbated. Yes, you see, say no be by phone. Uh, eh? Exacerbated. Teacher, my big. Exacerbated. Joseph Ishogbo. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. But the okay. financial crunch on the Thank clubs. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm not even sure that you're right, but like, thank yeah, you. know he's so right. Time, Two versus one. Be good, run I'll check it for you. <laughs> check out. You can be wrong, eh? Take yeah, it. Yeah, it's part of life. Be wrong. Being wrong is the they deserve them as breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm. How's your breakfast? How does it taste? It's, it don't it's cool. Fine, it I don't cool. Right. Tell her it's cool. Let's, let's, let's move let's on. Eh? So the financial crunch on the clubs also brought about those two huge transfers. Lockdown football caused the transfer of Messi and Ronaldo. Not directly, but indirectly. Because Messi, number one... I don't, I, don't, I don't necessarily agree with I that. agree with the Messi. I don't necessarily I agree with Messi and Ronaldo. Especially Messi. I agree with Messi's one. Messi's no. issue was a case of the, the, the roosters coming to but if lockdown Barcelona. if lockdown football had not happened Baka would have found that yeah, money they, they would have found they would have been able to they would uh, have like, put that money together I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't agree no trust so, me they, they 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 the last worst case scenario was for Messi to leave they tried as they even postponed it for a year they tried all they could to put the financing together for the deal but unfortunately so I feel 2021 has been the year of football finances upside down. Mm-hmm. And you, did you hear that um, recently that there, uh, there's going to be the amount that agents can earn from transfers within Europe is now going to be capped? That would be great. Why? A greedy pig like Mino Raiola has to be I have a held. question. I still he don't understand why. He needs to be. I don't understand why fans care this much about this sort of thing. I, I don't get it. Because he's, such, he's, he's a troublesome person, right? He, okay. he sows discord. Okay. in the minds of players do you and know this that, guy personally yeah that's what i'm saying personally but these things are there he's he, he's dead your, your he, is leaving my you on a free transfer already mm-hmm. agreed so, even, let I them mean, go <laughs> i mean there's hard day, but right Ryola has a lot of fantastic clients so Good for him at the end of the day like you, you can't just say let's um new because you know Lukaku was under Raiola. Yeah. You know he left. Yeah, he He's did. under a new guy. I think yeah. Passarello was past. And Italian Lingard was under Raiola for like a week, two weeks. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> I am Federico Pastorelli. 
pardon me, I'm not Italian, so but he's a great agent who is now in charge of Lukaku yeah. and some mm-hmm. other top stars. So, um, agent in football, like for me now, I'm an agent of a couple of young players. So mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. yeah yeah. So when I say young players, obviously these guys are just. Uh, Great grassroots guys. There's great, no, great, great. <laughs> great. There's there's no spotlight on them yet. So let me ask a question. You guys will take turns to answer. Which do you think? Do you feel was the best team overall throughout the year 2021? Giuseppe, do you, do you want to go first? Okay. Um, I think it's been a mixture. It's been a mixture of both City and Bayern. Because City have just been consistent. They're consistently good. They consistently win. They consistently just grind out results when you when you know that they need to. Um, they're hard to beat. Defensively sound. They dominate teams. Um, the way they play, the way they win is, is so dominant. They're like, and it's very very um, interesting to watch. So you have to give them props. And then Bayern, Bayern have just been amazing for the last, what, like three years. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they haven't done as much as they would like to within um, the Champions League. But, you know, a lot of that is based it's based down on like luck and luck of the draw and like what, what is happening on the game, on the day. Um, so I have to give Bayern their, Bayern their, pops, their props as well. Um, so I'd, I'd say those two teams, uh, but I'm leaning to, more towards City more than towards Bayern. City. Yeah. It's a it's no it's a no brainer. Man City is the best team in the world for the year 2021. I don't think Man City lost five matches this this year this it's calendar quite, year. Oh, no, they did. They did. They did. Okay, but they did. This they, season alone, that this season alone. No, I'm talking about two. the calendar year. Yeah, I'm saying this season alone already. They've lost two. Okay, they've lost two. This yeah. season is halfway gone. They lost two matches. Did they lose up to two matches from January to... I believe so. But Man City have been imperious. You know, when you talk about a team that brings in people to fill in roles and you don't... They don't miss a bit. No loss of quality. Yeah, like, you know, we're talking about a team that doesn't play with a striker and they score loads of goals. They get goals from everywhere. The wing back is throwing past like Zidane. God damn it. See, and let me not lie to you. Forget beef. Mm. The best football manager, football coach in the world Pep. is Pep Guardiola. Pep. Yeah, yeah, I, I can, I can agree with. No that. doubt about anybody says anything else is a hater. To be honest, I can agree with that. And but my my alliance and my my um, strongly found um, what's it called. Hatred for Manchester City would never allow me to agree. But that one, you made a very strong case. To be honest. You know what's mad? You made a very, very strong case. You, you know what's mad to me, though? I don't hate City as much as I hate, like, Arsenal or Chelsea. I don't hate City it's as so much crazy. as I hate Chelsea, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I hate Chelsea so deeply, man. I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate Liverpool deeply. I hate Liverpool deeply. I hate Arsenal deeply. I hate Chelsea I hate deeply. all of them. I hate Arsenal so much yeah, that I, hate more I don't even hate them anymore. Team. Bro, any other team. I because hate my hatred for Arsenal has plateaued. Years ago, I, I, well, and I, then they, they still even didn't give me. You know when you hate somebody and then you now turn to pity. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, even now they feel like they are something. Yeah, but anyway, nothing, man. Uh, let's just move on. Yeah, yeah before so, we find some flames that are not necessary. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think I think that that's a very very strong case, and I would not say it with my mouth, but I think you know a lot of our listeners would so like honorable, that, mention, honorable mention honorable mention to that uh, yeah. next 
I would say honorable mentions, like you said before we started, Inter Milan and Real Madrid. Inter Milan did really good last season. Um, Atlanta, and this season they are doing great Atlanta too. Atlanta dropped off. I was going to mention Atlanta, but they dropped off sort of, you know, towards the end of last season and then into this season. They're just, you know, wishy-washy. And then I would also like to mention AC Milan too. You know, they're, they're, they're coming up. They are, they are coming up last season and, you know, into this season. It has been consistent. You can see mm, the growth. Yeah. There's talk of them moving to a new stadium, at, at, you know, along with Inter Milan as well. So, you know, good stuff. The growth of AC Milan is more workman-like, but the growth of Inter is, you can see elite growth because Conte dropped out. You can see that these, the guys, the Sonning guys, they had a plan. They let Conte go. They were not flinching for his demands. I watched Inter play Roman. They took Roma apart. But but that's that's a Mourinho side that is not really. According really to some voices on the internet, Mourinho is way is, past his prime. Yes, but according to some voices, some voices on the internet, some voices on the internet are actually time. saying that Mourinho is the. Uh, subject of bad PR. That's what they love to say, man. There might be bad PR, but you can see. Fam, how many times And a focused attack happen? by um, haters and Guardiola lovers. That's a, that's such a convenient argument. Yeah, and really convenient. Just, and you know, I even hear people trying to draw uh, some kind of connection between Ole Solsha and. Moreno, because Ole Solskjaer is actually one of the stories of 2021, as far as I'm concerned. Mm, how a darling can get thrown in the toilet Nonsense. and whirled around in the toilet. Ah, but, but, but he's still he, loved. He's jumped well himself. Loved. I love, I love, I love him. Fans I still, think he's amazing. Fans still but I think, yeah, he was in the stadium. He is an amazing figure for the club. He was out of his depth at a point, but then so was Jose. Jose was out of his depth at Mayu at a point. Yeah. And I, I just this narrative of Jose, if you give him the room, he will always perform magic. Jose is now a rumor, comfortably there with at least some decent players and they are getting spanked right, left Bro, and center. He was at Spurs. He was at Manu. He was at Chelsea. We've seen it now. Like, I don't know what else anyone wants to see that Jose mm. is not the guy. He's like, he's not the guy. Uh, yeah, I think I think I think that's that's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's just, just it. It just is what it is. Yeah, he's done. On to the next. Yeah. Let's talk about Real Madrid. What did you make of their performances over the? That's that's like they are now. They have now hit a very green patch of form. Mm -mm. You know, this Ancelotti is, is that guy to stabilize any place. I think, um, and especially he, he, he wasn't Everton. I don't trust well, him. Man. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was in Everton. So the yeah. situation with Everton. I think also um, you have to also look at it from broad, um, broad based. Everton, give or take, man, eighth position finish for Everton is a win. Ninth, tenth is a win. Um, under David Moyes, Everton were like David Moyes. They were constantly in the Europe places. Yeah, so apart because I'm, go I was also going to mention out of my list that after Pep. David Moyes is my coach of the year. But Pep is my coach of the year. But David Moyes, he has shown that he has his level of professionalism as a coach to manage a balanced team. You know, and he did that at Everton. What Ancelotti couldn't do. But then, you also have to look at the cultural dynamic. 
Ancelotti will go to a Real Madrid and settle that dressing room, what David Moyes will not be able to do. But David Moyes will go to a West Ham and Everton, settle that dressing room, what Ancelotti will not be able to do. Mm -hmm. I think we are seeing the cultural dynamic, the cultural taint of football. Mm. Even if, more now. Yes, a Guavon is the coach of Super Eagles right now. And now they, yeah, they hired some... Uh, Posero. Posero, yes. Posero. Yes, so I don't know whether they thought about the cultural slant because actually that cultural issue is a big deal when it comes to managing group of people, especially team of highly paid individuals. I, I see Guardiola being able to bring some kind of discipline to highly paid people that most other people culturally they're not just able to do it and he's so ruthless that when it comes to that discipline within the first three months he has already identified those that won't get with the program and he flushed them down the toilet real fast that alone is a mark of leadership make fast decisions and don't be too sentimental about things so i see that in pep and that's why i'll give pep coach of the year when it comes to real madrid ancelotti has settled things and we also see that ancelotti is able to bring some kind of calm to mature yeah, guys he's a vibes king man yeah That's what he does. <laughs> mature guys that they know what to do so everybody knows these guys are they are the best in the world we just need them to be settled and get along with each other we need them to follow the rules mm. we need somebody to get them to do a b c d you know but if you call uh, mr Tony from back there from maybe he's even the manager of gt bank you call him to come <laughs> to come and manage karim benzema mm. and he's turning over billions with gt bank Carries a Benzeman who answer him, of course. Of course. Uh, so, I think the cultural slant in leadership and management is just coming to the fore, and, and I think that's what has uh, you know bidded uh bode well for, for Real Madrid. And right now, they seem to be, I don't know, should I say running away with the La Liga currently? Eight points, they will take the La Liga this yeah, season. They, they look like it. Vinicius don't bet on my I don't please. This is not financial inform, um, advice or punting advice. So. <laughs> But it looks, it, it pretty much uh, looks like it. And, um, you know, we cannot talk about a roundup of football in 2021 without talking about Ballon d'Or. Lewandowski, for some reason, was did not win 2020 Ballon d'Or. He, he was favorite to win it. He did not win it. It was cancelled. And then come 2021, it is dubiously, I dare, I dare say, dubiously handed to Lionel Messi. And then Messi comes out and says... Uh, uh, they, they, should, they should go back and give Lewandowski the one of the one of the Bob last year that messy guy eh? no nonsense guy eh, so me. me I'll just start it as a it's elite mentality bro my brother me. my brother eh, from Portacot said it best Benkele mess <laughs> it's a peculiar mess yes <laughs> that's the situation Benkele mess but 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 I'm messing him the inside. So really, really, really do, really do. <laughs> do, do. Does anybody else, or do you think that Messi deserved to win 2021's Ballon d'Or? Something they not. smell, something smelling, smelling like Benkele Messi. I mean, no, no, like really talk about it. Like, okay, so he was given Messi. Everybody knows Messi is a god MC on the game, man. Nobody's 
so I cannot come here and tell you anything that I don't want Messi in my team. Messi is not one of the greatest players to ever play. Cap. That would be Cap. That would be you capping. Messi is one of the greatest players to most, ever play. Most definitely. Eh, I will not cap. But I will say Messi is past this prime. Messi is poorly motivated. And Messi is spoiled prick. So... <laughs> This is messy, bro. I wanted to do the so the all those of... inside the stew, mm. the pot of stew, make the stew a bit salty. Mm. Eh? So, but robot stew, fresh. <laughs> now nah, I am a she. So <laughs> that, that I am a she go go well with my rice and stew. But messy on, I'm not really, and I'm not even trying to see messy on any podium mm. moving forward. Mm. So I think FIFA. Just get it right now. We are not trying to see Messi on any podium so, moving forward. So, 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 this is the thing, right? Now, Ballon d'Or is no longer FIFA's business, right? Now, we have FIFA Best and it's separate from Ballon d'Or, right? Ballon d'Or now is a journalist, strictly journalist. No, but it's not journalist now. He's the captain of the national team and things. No, no, no. no. Okay, and so not coach. strictly. Not strictly. We have to be clear. He's the captain and the coach of the national team. And journalists. Yes, influential journalists Our, also vote. Uh, three of us like this now at the journalist too. Recognized journalists. <laughs> <laughs> Accredited journalist. <laughs> so Demilade, do you do you want to say anything about Messi winning? Um yeah, no, I don't think he deserved to win. I thought Lewa should have won it this year as well. Um I think he's been robbed two years in a row. I think they just gave Based him on his name now, Rob now. Robert, right? Mm. <laughs> Thank me later. <laughs> so yeah, no. Um, I just yeah, like I said, been robbed. Um, they just gave it to Messi because he's Messi, because you know history and all that. They were just trying to cap it off because they know that he's out. He's he's now like they gave it to Messi because he's Messi. Why not Ronaldo? Because it's Ronaldo. Because Ronaldo is not Messi. Bro. Ronaldo is hated. Ronaldo is no. He's no, not. No, he's no, not. No, no, he's I think not. he's hated. He's not hated. No, no, I mean, no, 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 all of the, everyone has their haters. But because most if, people, if it was based on that merit of who Ronaldo is or who Messi is, I think I'd have given it to Ronaldo. I'm sorry, no, no, Messi no, 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 is no, 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 a no, higher no, level no, no, than no. Ronaldo. No, he has always where, been. Where, no, Messi has Messi has pulled out higher level performances that Ronaldo yes. has pulled out in his career. Yes. And I'm, and that's not to say Ronaldo is bad, obviously. Ronaldo, Ronaldo has pulled Ronaldo. out more consistent performances over a longer period, but Messi has pulled out... I beg. I this, think is, this is all just semantics. Life-changing <laughs> performances. This is all just semantics. It does not add up to a very valid argument, please. So, this and I'm, I, I, I don't think... I don't think we should even... Gora I don't think we should... We, we, should, we should double into so, Messi versus yeah, Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, we shouldn't. We have a lot on the menu. You. Exactly. But well, my point being, if you were going to give it to Messi, based on the fact that it was, oh, okay, it's Messi. Yeah, but the, argument that the difference is that Messi's overall play has been better than Ronaldo's overall play for a while now. Disagree. What? Is his opinion now? Yeah, it's an opinion. Yeah, I that's guess, why I can't disagree. I just, I don't know how you can disagree, yeah. but like, yeah. So, well, okay. So, still still on still on the Ballon d'Or, let's talk about Mohamed Salah's position at the yeah, end of the day. Yeah, terrible. I think that was wrong. It was, it was insane. By all accounts, was that insane. was wrong to have had him placed so lowly in the final, you know, in the final list. Salah, Salah has had one of the best 2020, like maybe top two best 2021 in the world. He's been amazing this year. Amazing. So I, I am hoping that with the um, destruction of the dichotomy of Messi and Ronaldo, the likes of Salah, KDB, 
who I believe they should have been. But how much longer they should have they got? They don't. They don't have that much. How much longer time. did they? How much longer did they have? And that's what I'm saying. But Salah, Salah is still young. Salah, Messi is collect almost ten years from Salah. Uh-uh. No, no. How Salah old is Salah? Twenty-nine. Almost twenty-nine. Nearly now. thirty. Yeah, so when Messi was 29, what was he doing? Make Salah say, go away in Troza. See, let me tell you something. Nobody's going to hand it to you. No, at the end of the day, I think that... I you have to that, earn no, this no, shit. Like, I, no, no, no. It's a battle, man. It's a bloody, bloody thing. I don't think that's a conversation. I think the conversation is, okay, you cannot say Salah is on the, on the level of Messi. No. No, he's not. He's not on the level of Ronaldo. No. He's not even on the level of Lewandowski. He's on their also, level now. Also, he's their existing level, but at the moment, yes. their peak... He's yes, not on their peak level. It. Uh-huh. But we're talking about this season's or this year's Ballon d'Or list, right? You have a list of five. You have Ronaldo, you have Messi, you have Lewandowski. Why don't you have Salah on that list of five? Mm, good question. I, I'm, I don't, I'm not in a position to answer that question, but Salah should definitely be in the top five players. I think... With the dichotomy of Messi and Ronaldo, a lot of people have gotten robbed. Um, uh, I that's disagree. just what I feel. I disagree with that. When I say robbed, maybe that, that was not the, the right uh, word to use. And your disagreement is valid in mm-hmm. the sense that, yes, it's a bit extreme. But I mean... I get what you're saying, though. Somebody I... like KDB, you know, I've, when KDB was playing, like, he's really good, man. He is. Even forget... And because of the kind of depth that City have, they don't even need to express the guy all the time. That's Bernardo Silva is there doing his thing. Like KDB is a generational man. Some of the things I've seen that guy do, and then Salah, Salah keeps coming up with this thing. Like he's so rugged, tenacious, fast. Left is bad, you know. So these guys are good players. Lewandowski <laughs> popping 40 goals, 40 goals, 40 goals, 40 goals like he's gone out of fashion. Mm. Man, now Haaland is coming up, Mbappe is coming up. So those guys are now young and they are looking like, for me, summer of 2022, Haaland in red, that's my dream. Just drop that. Let's yeah, move on. Yeah, he's I, a Ryola Ry- 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 um, agent. Sorry, he's a Ryola Ry- Ry- player with the... Yeah. Tele. Uh, well, Sorry, Tele. <laughs> we'll be in bed with Ryola. Yeah. So, so the thing is, at the, end of the day, at the end of the day, I don't think that, I don't think that it would, it would be a bad thing to have, you know, Haaland, but it, there's, there's been an intentional distancing from Raiola by the leadership of Manchester United and for good reason. Let us see how it plays out over the next couple of years. With that new uh, initiative of uh, capping agents' uh, fees, I think that would do, that would put us, you know, that would do us very good. Why? <laughs> so the, the idiot to come and collect agency's fees be your problem and that's why I don't understand I still don't get it your money that's part of the problem I just don't understand that's, that's not the problem the problem is these players are not motivated to deliver he for us on the pitch just out of signing Haaland earlier okay where is Haaland now he's in Borussia Dortmund and it doesn't matter he's doing the best for his client yeah. no at the end of the day how would you say that's I the best I don't think Haaland coming to mind you at that point would have exactly been I think him going to Borussia was the the Dortmund was the perfect place for him to go I mean, honestly he, he, at the end of the day he's left he's, uh, I mean we can all speculate so we can get some dead wood off Marshall hopefully go to Sevilla this January not gonna happen cause Marshall and I have already turned down the loan deal that Sevilla offered 
um, Sevilla wanted to pay only half of, of the salary. Martial's salary. Martial, who is currently on about 250,000. Why you go give Martial 250,000? See, eh? Let's let's move on a bit. So yeah, the, 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 those those are the the issues. Also, Manchester United want a clause that says um, that gives the 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 loaning club an option to buy. They mm. also want that. They they want you to say, okay, we're loaning him now, and would also like to buy him. Do you understand? But Sevilla are broke now. They just want to loan him. They just want to borrow him. And broke and losing. <laughs> you know, mm. for, for, to the end of the make the guy come uh, BCC Lions. We'll go pay him. <laughs> Savage. <laughs> anyways, 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 the very, very big one that's happening next year starts in January. Afcon. Let's talk about that. All Afcon games are on www.lovefootball.ng. All. So you can pick your favorite African players and form a team and win cash on your guys' heads. On Afcon 2021, looking forward to that. Right, that would be amazing. That would be interesting. We had a very, 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 very interesting time playing Love Football the NG uh, Fantasy uh, game with the Euros. Promises to be amazing with the Afcon <coughs> as well. And now talking about the Afcon, let us start with the more cultural issue that we're experiencing right now. Ian Wright spoke two days ago about the amount of disrespect that is aimed at the Africa Cup of Nations. He says he alleges that it is tainted with racist um, dispositions. You know, the imagine journalists asking players, "Would you be representing your club for the premier competition that's happening on your continent?" I think that's disrespectful, and I think it is downright racist because that would only happen if it is Afcon. Nobody asked that for Conmebol. Nobody asked that for you know for the Euros. Nobody asked that for even the Asian Cup because you cannot ask Son Heung Ming if he's going to go and represent North Korea. I've never heard that question. You know, so that's happening right now with the Afghan. Uh, um, what, what, what do you guys think about it? Hmm, Giuseppe, let me hear from you before I come okay. with my own. Um, <clears throat> okay, I think there are two ways to think about this. So, um, one way is that a lot of the competitions you just mentioned, they don't run concurrently with the domestic leagues that we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. So the argument is a bit uh, it's a bit different, but I will not deny that AFCON is not given its due respect by the mainstream football media. They don't they just see it as a side I mean, a side attraction, like something that's just there, you know, like like there's no prestige in actually uh, being the champion of Africa. Um, I think that much is real. I don't think anyone can deny it. Um, I think the players feel it. Um, because they're like, yo, we bust our ass, our asses in this competition to make sure that we're representing our countries very well. And they're now coming to tell us, like, why do they even want to go? Why does anyone want to go and represent their country? Like, would you be asking right, Raheem Sterling why he wants to um, represent England or something like that? You know, so that, 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 those are my thoughts. It's painful, to be honest, because <clears throat> most of us in Africa, the football we watch, the football we consume, you know, this thing is a diet thing. It's a balanced diet. You need to be fed. The football we consume is European football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's our diet, morning, noon, and night. So we we experience our African brothers shining over there. We want to also feel among our own leagues here on the continent are not, you know, they are not 
the best shining example in terms of organization and all that. But you know, at the end of the day, this is not just about football. I think the global system has already put Africa in, in, in a place that is like backwater. Highly unfortunate. So, in as much as I want to speak on, you know, this football hierarchy and the football family and their behavior, FIFA themselves will not ever behave in such a way. But the, the clubs, because of how much they pay their players, because they know that these players are a big draw for them and all that, they are feeling pain that they need to lose their players. They, and they need to understand that Africa is just as much a part of the world economy, a part of the world system, a part of the world cultural base as anywhere else, including Europe, Asia. So when Africa is talking, Africa is playing, we need to be heard. I, I'm looking forward to Nations Cup and I want to condemn any club that would say that the player, why, question why should the player go? Mm. See Emmanuel Dennis now. So, exactly. I was going to go right in. I was going to dive right into that. Now. Like, play, clubs are already, you know, holding back players. Emmanuel Dennis already confirmed that he would not be featuring for the Super Eagles at this year's AFCON in Cameroon. So that's Super Eagles now. He's a Igalo we want to be relying on, Abi. I mean, that, that's... that's well, Somebody that is agile in Premier League. Reason can't why, make him and now call. that's also another thing we, we're going to talk about. The reason why Igalo is the person we'll be relying on is because... Victor Simen, who we're supposed to rely on, currently out due to COVID. He had already confirmed that he was going to be there. He'd been named in the 23-man squad, but... And let him COVID. come and recover from the COVID here now. Yeah. It's not, it's not. He, you know, he's also still nursing an injury that he's just come the back The eye from. socket injury, yeah. yeah. So you can't so, so, see, see the hopes of a whole nation now are putting it on one small boy that was just... Three, four, five years ago in Olusoshun. Uh, but the thing is, Igalo is still like, is still popping goals in in, in China, highest goal scorer in the league. <laughs> Nothing. He's still, he's still doing good. He's still Nothing doing great. Nothing do still My brother, favor valuable. Anyways, the only uh, Victor Simon is not the only player that has pulled out of the squad. We also have Shehu Abdullahi and Leon Balogun both pulled out of Afcon due to injuries and health concerns. Um, Tyrone Ebuehi, Semi Ajayi, and Henry Oyokuru have been called up as replacements for all three players. My wow. Tyrone Ebuehi, uh, how many starts has he started for Nigeria? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> but he's one of those players that has come up, you know, and shown themselves to be worth the call up. I'm really looking forward to picking Niger players on Love Football. I'm really looking forward to picking from Niger's uh, team. Mm. Also looking forward to picking from the other African teams. <clears throat> Top African players, Salah, Mane. Are they going to be at the Nations Cup? Tell Salah, Mane would most likely be at the Nations Cup. Liverpool are too big a club to, you know, they, they don't want that kind of publicity around them. Now, talking about other African club, African uh, countries and who they'll be missing out on, um, Eric Bailly seems to be a doubt for Ivory Coast. He's always a doubt. Um, Cornet he says he's okay, by the way. Seems to be a doubt. He says he's okay. Yeah, bye. Please let man you release him immediately. Wow. <laughs> no, no, so interestingly, he had already gone. He played. Did he did not play he yesterday. Had, yeah, so they called, called him back, back yeah. because of the injury. Uh, the Lindelof's COVID. Lindelof's COVID. 
so they had to call him back. He had already gone. He was already released. Ah, to nah, go no, that's too bad. He needs to go again. No, no he's gonna go again <laughs> if he's fit. If he's fit. Tell me, he played yesterday. Yeah, he, he, played he didn't play the whole game. Though, yeah. I wonder whether that Bai guy. What's wrong with the guy? Is it just take so easy for the guy to be injured? So this, like is you just right. move him to come. I, I, I have, I have a, I have a theory. I have a theory. And go on, racism. No, not racism. It is you should actually stay away from sexual activities if you're going to be involved in No, no, no I'm, I'm just saying. But the, where, where does everybody come into this? Uh, you don't look. Look like at the guy's head. <laughs> look at his head. <laughs> Like <laughs> and the guy gets swag. You know, see movement. You know, even the she 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 don't move quickly. That guy go agile, go. <laughs> Tell her I feel you. I'm on your side. It looks oh like the time that cannot stay away. <laughs> he can't stop. You know, see him waste. So if the guy score. <laughs> It is, it's, it's, not, it's not too hard to just yeah. add that one and two together and, and come up with your three. But, but, uh, but then, I really hope to see him in the AFCON. And, you know, there's loads of players I would look forward to seeing in, you know, in this year's AFCON. It, it, it promises to be interesting. So, who are those players? Who are those players? Are those players? Are those players? Go on. Oh, Igalo. Really? <laughs> really? Nigerian Prince. Me, I'm yeah, just hoping to discover new very, players very at this AFCON. I won't lie to you. To be very honest with you. I, I want to discover I'm new players. I'm looking forward to seeing Igalo in this has already been defunct. I'm also looking forward to seeing uh, Frank Kessie, obviously. Yeah. Man, you know he's going to be a free agent, by the way. Now nah, you're but talking. Yes, he's a free yes, agent. It's going to be in but the But AC Milan can still sign him. Yeah, they can. But I don't think he's going to stay. No, I think they are even tired of the guy. See, how can AC Milan sell Hakano? Kalanoglu to Inter. It's crazy. And that guy is balling crazy now. Yeah, yeah. He dismantled them. Mm. The way they sell players to each other in Italy. Are you guys looking forward to seeing uh, Obama Young? In Afcon. In Afcon, Mm, Not particularly. Not particularly. Eh, Well, uh, he's one of the stars of Afcon anyway. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing Samochukwezi as well. Eh, well. (sighs) Injuries have just riddled his career and mm. you know it just seems to be so from the groups read out the groups let's see all right let me read them out to you mm. okay group a burkina faso cameroon mm. cape verde mm. ethiopia stop who is qualifying i think cameroon and burkina faso yeah. will qualify yeah for okay group. next group b guinea malawi senegal zimbabwe stop who is qualifying senegal, I mean, senegal and, uh, and guinea. guinea yeah Hmm. Okay, Group C. Guinea Nabiketa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See Nabiketa there. Group C. Mm-hmm. Comoros, which I don't, I've never even heard of that country before. Uh, Gabon, Ghana, and Morocco. Ghana, Morocco. I expect. I expect. Surprises will come out, but yes, that, I think that's one of the top. Just looking at it, Ghana, Morocco. So you guys, are you guys telling me that Comoros isn't on your radar? No, 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 no definitely <laughs> not. Far okay, from it. So Group D. Yeah, Group D. Egypt, Guinea-Bissau, Nigeria, Sudan. Yeah. Egypt, Egypt and Nigeria, Nigeria, yeah, should. Think, to be very honest with you, to be very honest with you, I expect Nigeria to... To jabbo. Yeah. Really? Yeah, honestly. Okay. Yeah, well, that, so that's, paper, that's it. On paper. That's on paper, a, it looks Yeah, like. that's a um, highly controversial statement. Mm. Continue. All right, Group E. Algeria, Ivory Coast... Equatorial Guinea. Man, there's so many Guineas, man. Uh, and Sierra Leone. <laughs> so in this group, I expect Algeria and Ivory Coast. 
Yeah, and yeah. I also have Algeria as my favorites to win the competition. Okay, because, because of Mares, not just because of Mares, they they won it last time out, and they Mares has been released, be most, right? They seem to be the most to play, right? They just seem to be the most. Mares yeah. is playing, right? Yeah, he is. Sebastian Halla plays for which country? Ivory Coast. Ivory Coast. So he's playing too. Yeah. Um, Hakim Ziyech. Algeria. Algeria. So, oh, geez. So Algeria is already packing a little bit of a punch. Yeah, they're packing mm. some power, bro. Yeah, okay, keep going with the All right, groups. Group F, the final group. Mm. Gambia, Mali, Mauritania, Tunisia. I think Tunisia and uh, Mali. Yeah, Mali, they mm. had good players before. Which good player is in Mali right now? Mali, isn't Basuma? Isn't Basuma? Is Basuma in Mali? Wait, let me check. Yeah, I think, Keta I, is in Guinea. Be, I, I think I think actually Tunisia and and, and and Mali. And then one player to watch uh, for t- in Tunisia, Hannibal Mejbri. He's yeah, called man. up and he's going to be playing. That's our boy, our, our boy, boy bro. Yeah, very very young boy, what? about eighteen years there about. Hannibal. He's going to be playing for okay, the, yeah, for, you know, for the senior team. Basuma is Mali, but he was born in Cote d'Ivoire, which is kind of confusing. interesting. But he's representing yeah. Mali. Yeah. So those are the guys we are looking out for. Oh yeah, we should also look out for Ahmad Diallo. Dude, but they didn't call him up. He's in Ivory Coast. No. He wasn't uh, called. Yeah, yeah, it's really sad. He's in Ivory Coast. And he's not really playing, man. Yeah. Let's be honest. I mean, he was injured. Why right? are you calling up somebody just because he has 30 million pounds price tag? That uh, guy has let's, let's him experience to, now. To be honest with you, when he played at Atlanta, he was a regular. We dirty regular. Tell him like he, was he was a regular at Ivory Coast. All their friendly games. Oh, he was at Ivory Coast. Ivory Coast. Yeah, 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 now. yeah, yeah. I thought you meant at Atlanta. No, I mean for Ivory Coast, he was a regular. Mm. was always going for their family well, games all those competitions there's a lot to look forward to um, on uh, Nations Cup I for one looking forward to watching all the Nigeria matches and hoping that the Super Eagles can actually give Nigerians something to smile about yeah and um, on Love Football or NG we're going to have all Nations Cup matches so that's a big one for us this is going to be the first time that Nigerian national team data would be on lovefootball.ng mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, we are really really excited about this so it's a big one for us we're looking forward to the leaderboard for Nations Cup just like we did for the Euros and we are we have some things in our back pocket some um, really really interesting things in our back pocket that we are going to unveil for the fans for the members for everybody for all our well-wishers and supporters coming up to the nation's cup which kicks off on the 9th of jan yep. uh, 2022 yep. it's been amazing 2021 with these guys the love football team yep, yep. you know it's been first full year of operation for love football calendar year um we have operated since the um fifth yeah, of 2019 we are yeah so we actually kicked off in 2019 but our app was launched in 2020 october so mm-hmm. the first full calendar year of operation for our app for app. yes and um it's been it's been a great one we've had thousands of people play we've had loads of people win money cash out and it's, it's just been great it's been amazing i'm looking forward to 2022 it's going to be a big year for us afcon and world cup so mm-hmm. yeah shout out 
to Love Football. Shout out to Bant Republic. These two amazing guys here um, have ridden with us from start to finish 10 episodes, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Amazing one, man. The first episode was Champions League final. Mm-hmm. And here we are now. This is the last day of 2021. We made it 10 episodes, guys. I just want to congratulate you guys and uh, all who have listened to us every single episode, every one of you. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are amazing. And Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been lovely. I so um, pass it on to my man, Tele, to take us out. All right, all right, all right, all right. Of course, it has been an amazing season, amazing episode as well, the final episode. And this is a very good place to put a pin on it. I would like to say very, very big thank you to Wale Adigweke for the vision, for the consistency and for the energy, you know. You know, let you know. Of course, you know, uh, churning the the engine. You are you you yourself. You are the engine. As much as you like to kind of distance yourself from it, you're you're the engine. Put you know the glue that puts you know that has put everything together. And thank you also, Dimilade, for your consistency as well for coming through every single episode and making it a blast. Amazing. Thank you to all our listeners. God bless you guys. See you guys next season. Shout out to Akin Femi. Of course, shout out to Akin Femi. Onodili, a.k.a. Akin Femi, Akin Tunde. The man. All right, all right, all right, guys. Bye. Peace.